What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Buputo. And every week we are bringing you entrepreneur real stories from leaders, disruptors, change makers, and risk takers. We may not be serious, but we seriously mean business. Hey, Caviar Dreamers. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. We're, we're doing a little summer episode. Little summer episode. I'm here in my sunglasses. Just doing it. With Look the at left. you in your little summer I'm dress. I'm in my summer dress, but I'm very pale. It was time to break out the uh, raffia towers. Yeah, right. Down I'm there. back in towers. I call my high heels my towers. But I just Lexi's freshly back from Barbados from Ooh, a wedding. Feel fabulous. She feels fabulous. I did. I was at a great wedding the other day, which was magnificent. So let's just talk about some fun th- stuff because we're starting off the summer, right? Well, it is funny because it is summer season is big for the weddings and wedding etiquette and things like that. And, you know, this is so far been my year of saying yes to things I wouldn't normally say yes. I say yes. My bank account says no, but I just win that and just say yes and go anyway. So it's funny when I was on vacation, someone was like, oh, do you feel bad leaving your son? And I was like, yeah, you know, I don't like to really leave him. I feel kind of guilty. And then they were like, oh, do you leave him a lot? I was like, no. I mean, I went to Portugal in March. Oh, and then I was here. I was like, oh God, I've left him more than I thought this year. I know. I know. We still have things to do. We're still running the streets. We are. We have a lot of business things to do. We do, but I just, I mean, I have to talk a little bit about the wedding I was at. I want to hear about the wedding you were at because it was very spectacular. I like to go to very big events. Now, let's just, you know, parties are our thing. We love a good party because life is short and you need to celebrate. And so I think people don't realize the, you know, going to celebrations really is what life's about as far as I'm concerned. It definitely is. And I've always been one to make things a big celebration and do like over the top birthdays for Nino and things because I think it is important. And though this, yeah, and though this was a big budget event, everything doesn't have to be a big budget, but we're going to just talk about some, you know, very special events. Yeah. So this one was a really big budget event. And I'm yawning. I'm sorry, people. I'm just exhausted from all my parties. That's a party hard. It was what made this event so special. And this was something that I think is very important was the intention behind this wedding. The intention behind this wedding was to bring together all of the people that love the couple and celebrate and create memories. And that came through in every single well thought out detail of this party. And that to me is what is important. 
Yes, they had a huge budget. Yes, there were days on catamarans and restaurants with magnificent views. And even the, the napkins, the linen, the linens were embroidered with the logo. The goodie bags in the room were magnificent. But the difference was the love that everyone had. They wanted everyone to come and have a good time. And they made sure that it was very easy to do so. They provided you like ideas of like where to go for lunch when you weren't at one of the wedding events, like where you could go. Like, you know, they connected people together. And we all said like so many friendships were made on this trip that everyone's lives were forever changed. And People think parties are such trivial things, but a good event can forever change the lives of everyone who attends. Exactly. And I, you know what drives me crazy? Sometimes like, well, this one doesn't get along with that one. This one did. You invite everybody. Yes. People meet each other. I love a, a diverse group of friendships, different backgrounds, people who have different industries. Everybody gets along. They form new friendships. It's like fantastic. It really is. And, and you made some new friends there. I did. I had I made some great new friends. And it's funny, I made friends with people who I kind of knew from home and we like got deep friendships really quick. I had some amazing deep conversations. I mean, there's only one thing that happened that I don't like that the paparazzi were taking a lot of pictures because there was some It was the paparazzi. I just want everyone to there was a lot of famous people there, including Lexi. Well, no, not me. And there's a disgusting picture of my bum cheeks on the Daily Mail. That's better known as her bum cheeks. On the Daily Mail. Lexi had a big paparazzi moment. And my ass looks terrible. And no, I'm really I thought it looked good. There was not an no, ounce of cellulite. No, but it's flat and misshapen. And no, I'm really no, it looked good. In real life, good. I don't feel like it looks that good. So I'm committing to 100 squats a day from okay, tomorrow. Okay, but she, there was some paparazzi there and she had her ass on the Daily Mail. I thought it now looked good. Now you went to a wedding and you almost had your vagina on the dance floor. Yes, this was very funny. This was a magnificent wedding. I'm going to announce who it was. It was my girlfriend, Rory Sassoon's daughter. And I happened to know... The bride's parents and the groom's parents. It was magnificent. It was at the Pierre. The party planner was Norma Cohen. She does magnificent weddings. And Joe and I were there and it was so beautiful. And we go into the main ballroom. And I, I just want to say I was wearing a gown, long, a beautiful dress, if I do say so myself. That dress is magnificent. It is a great dress. And we go into the, the room and I look mm-hmm. and the dance floor is mirrored. <laughs> and I go, OMG. The dance floor has a mirror and I'm not wearing any panties. Now, that's not shocking because I'm known not to wear panties. I'm just making that formal announcement. Anybody who knows me well knows that I do not like to wear underwear because I like the breeze going. But this also was the wedding of someone who is not in the like Syrian Jewish community, but I would say. Yeah, no, they're, a, Syrian they're, 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 they're Syrian Jewish. They're Syrian Jewish. So there's a more religious side to there this. There is a religious side, but obviously not when it came to the dance floor because they were trying to get peep show. No, uh, sorry, Rory. Only thing, but I was like, <laughs> what is going on in America? I'm not wearing any panties. Joe is like, has a rage. He's like typical Marge. This is unacceptable. But it, the light was a little dim and my dress was long and it's not like I'm spreading my legs on the dance floor, but I was like having a freak out. So there was no getting low, getting low, getting low. No, I was not getting low on the dance. I, I literally had a mental breakdown. Then I walked over to my good friend, Amy Rosenblum. And made her give up her underwear No, to no, you. no. I said to Amy, I'm a little bit in a crisis. And she goes, holy shit, I'm not wearing underwear either. <laughs> so numerous people at this party were not wearing underwear. Not just me. So note to self, when you go to a formal event, chances are there could be a mirrored dance floor. So wear the Spanx, wear the commandos, 
wear something under your dress because there's a chance now there's going to be a mirror dance floor, which absolutely looks magnificent because the ceiling had all the flowers. I saw. So the flower, the the floral arrangements at this wedding, over the top. I mean, this wedding was really just so perfect. I just loved it. And, you know, but the flowers were reflecting onto the dance floor. But not only that, so was my cooch. But thank God, yes. it was freshly waxed. And um, people, it could have looked like a flower to some people. I don't know. Now, do you think people should make a formal announcement that their intention is to have a merit dance floor to prepare people? Or you think that's a bridge too far? I think that's a little bit of a bridge too far. But maybe, you know, knowing your guests and that there are people like myself who don't like to wear panties, you know, Rory could have given me the heads up. But I'm going to forgive her at this one. Do you think it's easy to tell which ones are your friends don't wear underwear? I mean, in this crowd... Yeah, I think there's the few, you know, there's the few that don't wear underwear. I just think it's very, very funny. But I do have a lot of weddings coming up. I have a wedding. Well, by the time this airs, I mean, I'm just have a wedding coming up in D.C. A very dear friend of mine. I'm very excited. It's going to be at the Four Seasons. It's her son. This is the other thing I want to say. I have two weddings this particular weekend, and I'm missing a very dear friend of mine's daughter because I and my other good friend's son is getting married. And I got the save the date first. And therefore, you know, you can't over obligate yourself. No. And that's what happened. So I, I feel very badly, but I'm like over wedding out. All my friends' kids are getting married. You can only do what you can do. I can right? only do what I can do. But I have, I have all these great dresses and I'm ordering dresses. And this is going to take me to the next thing. I ordered dresses and I'm going to call them out self-portrait. Yes. Which I love. One of my favorite designers. Yeah. And you can buy them here in the United States. They sell at Saks. They sell a lot yeah. of places. But they're a British designer because, you know, I love the Brits. You yeah, obviously yeah, very I much included. We love each other. I ordered, but they didn't fill out the customs forms correctly. No, I didn't know this. This is new news. Yes, it should have been delivered on May 26th. <gasps> hence, we're in well into June. I'm writing, to, you know, I filled out what I needed to fill out of FedEx. They're caught in customs. I I gave the fabric content, but the stuff that Self-Portrait makes obviously is made in China. They need the breakdown. I was having a mental, I was having a freak out. My dresses for this Four Seasons wedding have not arrived. Okay, so I- So get, I had to order a backup. I get BBC News alerts and I haven't been made aware of this while I've been traveling. I am not in the loop on this break in news. So I called FedEx, but you're getting all different people at FedEx. I only had one woman who I obviously was very annoyed with me because by the time I got to her on my 10th phone call, in these 10 days. Oh. She was very irritated with me because I did have a toot. But I mean, after 10 after phone 10, calls, you're allowed you would to have think a that I was getting this shipment. I, and I'm not talking, this isn't chump change. These are expensive yeah. dresses. I ordered quite a few. And she was like, well, the shipper didn't fill out the form, right? And they want to know your factory in China. What? Yeah. Who and hasn't ever heard of this? Just so you know, people, if anything is coming from China, you are really fucked. Yeah, and and, and self-portrait is in London. And because they manufacture in China, they had to put the factory that they manufacture in China. So just so you know, if anything's coming into this country, it is it is very much vetted at this point. Wow, that's crazy. OK, so go, talking of wedding dresses, I had an incident while I was away. Yes. I, I mean, we're talking about we've had a lot of fashion crises. So first of all, well, the, the dress, my rehearsal dinner dress. I loved. I was really I loved excited. It. Uh, yes, it looked gorgeous on you. I loved it. It was the Bronx and Banco. The Bronx and Banco, one shoulder with a midriff cutout and a slice on the leg and ruffles. Loved it. The dress I ordered for the wedding was Love and Lemons, and it was like a rust colored gown. Yes, I loved it. 
lace and tulle, high low. Because we had an in- incident before you left. And a few weeks ago, we talked about our Taylor dumping us on the podcast and how traumatic that was. Traumatic. Well, this was the first incident since that. I'm actually struggling to talk about it. I to clear my throat a second. <clears throat> it was very upsetting. I tried a new tailor that came well recommended. And this tailor and has this is since like the been first well time. recommended, yeah, right? And this tailor has since been well recommended. But this is like sleeping with someone new after you fucked the hottest guy ever. Yeah. And let me tell you, it wasn't good. So I don't recommend that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you can't like fuck the best person you've ever slept with in your whole life and then go sleep with someone else. So no. this is like what happened with the tailor. So maybe if I work with her more, I could get a be- to a better place with her. But let me tell you, I was not yeah, satisfied. Like the first time. Yeah, this was very upsetting. Lexi came home with her dress after she had it tailored with the new tailor. And there was some issues. She did not achieve. She did not achieve. So the worst part of it was I picked it up at 5 p.m. And my flight was the next morning. I had to leave at 5 a.m. So she'd made one bit of it too tight. It was originally too big. And then she made it too tight. So she literally took a blade and just sliced it. Because it was the underskirt, under the, skirt. the underskirt, the underskirt layers. So I felt like there was like a nude breeze, like blowing. Thank God it had a built in bodysuit. So I already was going to Barbados with the trauma of this dress just not fitting. Like my boobs didn't feel good. I just didn't feel good. Okay. So there was a moment where I was like, should I have switched the rehearsal dinner dress with the wedding dress and worn this the night before? But it just wasn't appropriate. This was too much of a dress for rehearsal dinner. So I just thought I'm going to go balls to the wall. Just be confident and wear the dress that doesn't fit so good. And, I, but it still looked beautiful on you. No one would know you. except us because we're very particular with the tailoring. Very particular. So I'd spoken to a couple of people there about it. I was like, oh, should I wear this dress? So I walked down and bearing in mind, there's 180 of us there for this destination wedding. And there's girls I don't know. And there's very high profile girls. And I was on the older spectrum of the wedding guests because the girl that was getting married is younger than me. One of my very, very good friends. And as I walked towards the bus, one of the other gorgeous girls that I loved so much said to me, fuck, Nikki's wearing the same dress as you. Ugh. So I'm, I know you texted me right away and said someone else has the same dress. And her dress fit perfectly. Because she went to the right tailor. She had the perfect body. I'm just no, going to say, Nikki, have you body. have the perfect body, Nikki. She but has, you also ordered the dress too big. I told you could have went down a size. We I know, wouldn't have had my, the tailor drama. My, but my boobs are too big. It was a lot. Anyway, Nikki is a gorgeous girl. She's the marketing director of Prissy Little Thing. She's oh. a fashionista. And I thought that the two of us handled it very well. I got on the bus and I immediately said, I heard we have the same dress. You look gorgeous. Your dress fits amazing. We have to take a pitch together. Tonight. That's the right thing to do. If someone shows up wearing the same dress as you, you don't sabotage them. You don't try and rip the dress off them. You no. don't spill a drink on them. You take a picture with them, people. And I think it was my favorite picture of the night on the stairs. And I was like, let's do a really big entrance with the dresses. I like, love it. I let's love go. It. We're like unofficial bridesmaids. Yeah, that was that's what you could have said. You were like unofficial bridesmaids. That's a genius idea. Like someone said to me, what do you give a shit if you have the same dress on the bridesmaids? There's six of them in the same dress. So get it's over it. It's true. It's true. It's like you were the bride, the flower girls. That was a good that Exactly. Was a good idea. But then it turned out that there could have been another three people 
in the dress because three other people submitted that dress to Francesca and said like, oh, I think I'm going to wear this to your wedding. And she goes, no, someone's already wearing it. Do you think, I mean, I always get very nervous that someone's going to show up wearing what I'm wearing, but I, I dress a little kooky. And you dress kooky too. I though. thought that dress was like a little bit out there. I didn't think, but this is the problem because I'm Brits in America. The Brits are a little more out there. The Brits are very out there. There were some great dresses. There was like, one of the girls had a gorgeous short Prada like satin dress on beautiful Zimmermans, an amazing La Double J outfit. I love a La Double J. I mean, in, in this country, a lot of people don't wear a La Double J. If you look it up, it's very print driven, very us. Yeah, there was a lot of good dresses. So if you are going to a wedding with British people, up your game. Yes, yes, I, I agree with that. Well, I had a Taylor incident as well. I had a very bad tailor incident and I just want to talk this out. I have been desperately searching for a tailor. Someone referred one in the city, but also someone referred one in New Jersey, my amazing dry cleaner who I adore. They're one of their tailors. Their top tailors is moving to Mm -hmm. Italy, to Sicily. And before she goes, she was coming to my home to tailor all of my clothes that I've been hoarding since my tailor has left. Uh So the other day, I was waiting patiently in the morning, freshly showered because I didn't want to smell for her. Very excited. Joe needed a new pair of tuxedo pants tailored. I just have to set the scene. I have the candles burning. I want to make a great impression on her. I have about, no exaggeration, about 20 pieces to be tailored because we're going to talk about that in a second. It's very important if your clothes are expensive, not expensive to be tailored because it makes it look more expensive. I tailor my freaking Zara people. It's... Because tailoring is what makes your clothes fit perfectly and makes it and fit. Yeah. And it just makes it, you know, worth it and just makes you look better in your clothes. So it's important to tailor every level of your clothing. Now, let me just ask a question. Did you burn the candles? Because this is the first time you're sleeping with someone else. Yes, it is. It's the first time I was sleeping with a new tailor. I wanted her to love me. Okay. And I felt like, you know. Did you use a special perfume? I, I was perfumed. I was body lotioned. I didn't have makeup on, but I had like, you know. Okay, you wanted to reveal your natural self. I wanted to re- reveal my natural self. I was waiting at the front door. She came in. You know, she was a cute little older woman. She Were came you in, in a robe? With, I wasn't in a robe. I was in leggings and a tank top. I was with, you know, she came in with her nephew, Frank, who's very handsome, by the way. He is. They, they can't, you know, Frank. I do. And they came in to the house. She had on, she was like a cute little older Italian woman. She came in. I turned on the lights in the living room because that's probably where I have my biggest mirror, which is stupid to start out with. My biggest mirror should be upstairs, but it's hard for everyone to go up my stairs, the big winding staircase. So I said, let me put her in the living room and I'll just, you know, saunter in. Well, you know, I put the lights on. I think she was probably overwhelmed from the fragrances, the, you know, the excitement of me. And yes. she stepped into the living room. And not only did she step into the living room, she did a tuck and roll. <gasps> she did. She tumbled right into the living room. I was like, holy shit. I've taken out the new tailor. Wow. I was like, and, you know, she's no spring chicken. Uh Oh, I was like, holy fuck. Now, is she still moving to Italy or she's going to have to convalesce in well, like a retirement you know, home? She'll, she'll probably own my house and, you know, everything I've ever bought. No, <laughs> she was, a, you know, we know them. She's, you know, I know Frank, a doll. I freaked out so badly. I was shaking the whole day. Oh. I, I, you know, we picked She goes, no, 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 I'm okay, okay. Her, her elbow's bleeding. Oh. She, I had a, I made her toast, two Tylenol. She was okay. She didn't break an arm. She had that, two black God. eyes. No. Two black eyes, but not for me. 
I found out she just had her eye lift a week ago. Oh. I thought she had two black eyes from me. I got so nervous. I go, Frank, she has two black eyes. He goes, no, no, she had an eye lift two weeks ago. I'm <laughs> not a two weeks ago, a week ago. I was like, oh, oh my God. So maybe like her balance was a little off from like having a larger peripheral vision. I was so freaked out. I was oh like, my God. I, I finally get a new tailor and I've freaking taken her out in the first week. Oh my I, God. I was so, you know, but she pinned all my clothes. I wanted her to fix a pair of Derek Lamb pants that, you know, my Derek Lamb pants. But yeah. she was like, no, the crotch is too big. Ooh, the crotch? The crotch was too big. She's like, forget it. Give them away. I was like, they're $400 pants. She's like, no, I don't think I'm going to be able to fix them I think them my the right crotch way. is bigger than yours now. <laughs> no, no, no. And so, you know, but everything else, she was t- pinning my blazers beautifully. That It was, she was great. But I literally thought I took out the, t- I had to take to the bed. Your mother you saw called me. me. Yeah, Your, yeah. I called you in Barbados. Your mother saw me. She came to the back door. I was shaking. Yeah, yeah. I literally was shaking because it was just so traumatic. Now, I because understand. I think the build up for me. Well, I understand this also because I had an incident with someone falling on my way to Barbados. I was asleep on my flight. My flight was two hours late. And I don't normally sleep on a plane, but I had just dozed off to sleep. And I was awoken by a tremendous thud. And I mean like a thud. And I was in the second row and a lady, an old, an older lady who was so sweet had literally fallen out of the bathroom and just thud landed right next to me. And I got so anxious. I was so upset. Like, oh my God. And she was in your row. And no, she was going back to her seat, but she literally, I thought she, I thought she was dead because she literally like, like, the, the sound of her falling woke me up, but the way she'd like fallen and her grandson run from the back of the plane. But I was so anxious. She was not okay because the, the stewardesses, JetBlue has taken a really bad downturn, by the way. It sucked the entire time. But their flight attendants were not like that helpful or that nice. And no one said, hey, is there a doctor on the plane? No. Like, no, I was really upset. And I w- it gave me like bad anxiety. Well, I the think whole we should flight. write something to JetBlue. If they're not if they're not handling that correctly, I don't like that. No, it was really bad. So I get it. Like the anxiety well, of that. Well, it's just my day didn't get any better because I just want to put the next thing out there was one of my children was going with his girlfriend. Yes. On a on a very luxury vacation right after. Yes. I arranged the car service. They were going to leave from my home. And, you know, I have a very big thing about packing. Yes. And I'm, a, you know, Joe does the packing. I pull the clothes out. Our clothes are packed very meticulously. You know, there's a few things, you know, I'm anal about. You know, yeah. Joe's an excellent packer. While my children are not good packers. They crumple their clothing. They overstuffed the suitcase. That's upsetting to me. That freaks me the fuck out. They they borrowed my luggage. So they come back to my house from New York City. They're, they're at my house. And, and one of my son's girlfriends is at my house. And they're going on this two-week holiday. And she comes. She goes, I think my luggage is overweight. Well, my husband picks up. It's 90 pounds, people. <gasps> it's not overweight. It's 40 pounds overweight. I was like, I think that's a problem. Let me get question. you another suitcase. What did she have in there? I, I don't even, I was like, what is in here? I, another human? Her I, shoes I, are made of lead? I, I was like, what are you thinking? And, you know, I didn't want to be bitchy about it. You know, there's they're going to be like the future mother-in-law is a bitch. I was like, I'm going to get another suitcase. My son was pretty calm. I made the face. And plus, I had to pick up 
stuff from him from like the dry cleaner that had to be going in his bag, you know, that was at my house. You know, you know, I'm like the assistant to everybody. If you're, you know what I mean? You help me. You're not my assistant. You're my business partner, but you help facilitate my life. I facilitate everybody yeah, else's, you all my children, my kids, my husband. Those two are not going to need a nanny though, as they go on in their relationship. They, they need like a handler for themselves. I know. They're both very successful, but they need a handler. So then I had to get the third piece of luggage. So there I am as their car service is waiting. They're going on an international flight and I am sitting there repacking their luggage. You know, a successful businesswoman, you know, in my head. I just, <laughs> you know, the people, you know, the, I just got done with the tumbling of the, the tailor, the, t- yeah. the tailor tumbler. I'm already <laughs> shooken up. I, I mean, I had to like take Tylenol myself, medicate. I'm shaking. And, and then now I'm repacking the international luggage. They go, the, the the luggage is packed. I'm repacking it. Joe is repacking it. The girlfriend's like, should I take these shoes? She's like, you think I pack a lot of shoes? This girl had like 35 pairs of shoes. I'm like, get, just, just go away. She goes, well, I don't want the shoes tumbling all the suitcase. I go, just, I go, please go step away. Step away from the luggage. I will pack it. Then my son is like rolling like this expensive blazer on a ball. He's like, mom, if you weren't here, that's what I would do. I go, well, I am here and you're not doing that. That blazer's expensive. Let me fold it beautifully. We repack. Now they're into three suitcases as opposed to two. They're like, well, we're going to shop. I'm like, you'll buy another suitcase. Yeah. I get them in the car service. They leave. Now I see my son's car is blocking the driveway. I call up. They're gone for three minutes. I'm like, where's the car keys to your car? Oh, I have it with me. I go turn the turn the car around oh. and bring me the car keys because now they're blocking the driveway. I was like, does it ever end? Does it ever end like the day? And this is on a Monday. I was like, my week has already started off poorly. Wow. They had to turn back around. Wow. And, and and get me the keys. So we moved the car. Everything worked out. But I literally had to take aspirins. I had to lay on the sofa. It killed my day. You, you know, you weren't home yet. I felt very bad because my morning, I woke up to like a beautiful yes. view. I paddleboarded. I had breakfast with friends and cute boys and then had a great day. Yes, I know. Oh, and then the icing on the cake, the icing on the cake. We were going to a friend's house for dinner. Who I love. You guys might recall as Serena from Tanafly. Um, <laughs> known gossip. It, Just known kidding. Go- you know, She's would, not. But. No, who's great. Who, uh, you know, if you know, if you watch the show, she was Serena from Tanafly. My good friend, Serena Kensigliaria. So we're going to her house for dinner. I'm not paying much attention to Joe the whole day because, you know, after the luggage packing, the t- tailor tumbling. Fight I or get, flight trauma. Yes, I'm not feeling good. I, I'm looking in the car. I have a side eye, my peripheral vision. I look. He's barely has a goatee on his face. He is like a five o'clock <laughs> shadow. I was like, since I've been with him, minus one Halloween where I made him shave it off when he was Gomez. I was like, where the fuck is the goatee? That is not the man I sleep with. That is not something I know. He's like, my goatee was growing in uneven. I couldn't get it right. He shaved it down to nothing. Ooh. I was freaked out. I am not used to him without facial hair. I was like, my day went from like worse to horrific. I cannot look at his face without facial hair. It was like, it would be like sleeping with the wrong husband. Now, as the evening progressed, did you become more like acclimatized no, to it? No, because his his facial hair is very grayish white now. Yes. And I was like, who is this person? Oh, poor Joe. Now, did he take this news well? No, he well? was like, oh, he'll be back in five days. I was like, what possessed you? Were you like, I go, then, am I going to shave my head? I'm like, what are you doing? Were you like, you have to move into a hotel for five days? I was like, get away from me. I literally was like freaked out. I'm like, yeah. Joe, it's not a good look. First of all, 
it's just like, you know, it's weird. I don't, I was like, don't kiss me. No, I like your facial hair on my face. I was like, I'm like, I don't need any more change. I've already had a bad day. This is not the day to do this. No, I get it. Have some sympathy. Brian used to shave his, like when he would lose like his like facial hair, I would call him Senior Frog. Like yes. with no facial hair, he looked like Senior Frog and I didn't like it. It was weird. I mean, thank God he had the hair like under the lips. So, but it was like no facial hair what, there. What do they call that? The pie tickle or something? I don't know what it is. It has like a funny name like that. I was like, this isn't for me. I was like, if that hair doesn't grow back quickly, I could be on the market. I'm just putting it out. Wow. There. Wow. I There's don't a lot going on a here. A lot going on. So wow. I just want everyone to know. So since we're doing the catch-up caviar dream, wait—is it going to grow back in time for the wedding this weekend? If it doesn't grow back in time for this wedding, I mean, it's is not going to get. I'm going to have to pencil it in. I'm going to have the person doing my hair. We're going to have like little goatee extensions. If the mustache—I've never seen Joe without a mustache. I mean, I think he's had one since the age of eight, so I don't think it's even possible. What do you think you would do if you ever saw Joe without a mustache? I'd leave the country. Once my father-in-law, who's a very known mustache, like the grandkids call him the Lorex, handsome guy with a big mustache. Once he accidentally shaved off his mustache and I swear my mother-in-law almost left her and she couldn't handle it. None of us could. It was the weirdest thing ever. I cannot be married to Joe with, I mean, I could be married to him. I love him, but- I'm it not would sure, be actually. <laughs> it's just, I'm very, you know, I love a guy with facial hair. It's a very weird thing to me to see him without that. And I, I don't know. I mean, I always pick up his mustache to look at his lip. Mm. But it's a weird thing for me. I don't know. It's very odd. It is. And it's upsetting. So I just want to know, Caviar Dreamers. I mean, do you have a thing for men with facial hair? What would you do? if it, It's just, it's like if I dyed my hair brown. I think Joe would have a nervous breakdown. Oh, we'd have a nervous breakdown. He would have a nervous breakdown. I have a crush on someone that would go into a wedding with, but his facial hair is a little bit too long for my liking. Oh, can yes, you, can, we're going to a wedding with someone and we're gonna, not till the end of September uh-huh. and we will reconvene on that. But Lexi is a little crush on someone who has long facial hair, but we're going to revisit we're that. Gonna, but my question is, now, how could you suggest to trim it before the wedding? Like, how could you be like, Well, I'll ah. just have them come over and I'll we'll okay, trim perfect. it. Perfect. All right. You, that's your job. Okay, good, good. good. We're going to trim the facial hair, but he happens to be very handsome. Very. very and he's from handsome. my side of the family, not my side of the family, but mm. Joe's side of the family. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Stay could tuned. You, you stay tuned, Caviar <laughs> Dreamers. Well, all right. That's our catch up. I hope you enjoyed it about my horrible week. I would like to know how great your week was and if there was any trauma. Yes, and send us any questions that you may have, anything you want us to talk about, guest suggestions. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I think we should give a shout out to Tina Kravitz today. Yeah, Tina Kravitz, she's the so best. Much. By the Thank way, Tina, you, you write so much. You. Yes, we love you, and we love, we love all you. our listeners. Thank you so we much. We do, Jocelyn Guy. Everybody, we're so grateful. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. We really enjoy coming to you every week. So subscribe everywhere you get your podcast. Yes, you will subs- find us. Yes, subscribe, listen, download. We love you, dreamers. We love you, caviar dreamers. Peace out. Thanks for listening. And if you love the podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts. Follow me at The Real Margaret Josephs. And me at The Life of Mrs. B. And the podcast at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Keep Keep dreaming, dreaming, Caviar Dreamers. Dreamers.